This is the Employee to Entrepreneur podcast, the podcast for the family man who is looking to leave his nine to five, for the guy who aspires to entrepreneurship so that he can give his family a better life. So if that sounds like you, you're in the right place. I created this podcast for you because I am you. I'm your host, Brendan Ryan. And today I want to talk a little bit about the concept of entrepreneurship and its relationship to commitment. Now, I've ha heard Alex Ramosi, who's one of my heroes, say that you don't need a new plan. You just need greater commitment to the plan that you already have. And I get that. I understand that. Um, and right now, if I'm being honest, I'm still in a dry spill, very much still not making a ton of progress in terms of killing my own job. And there's there's some other reasons for that, too. I've been traveling a little bit. I just got back from Colombia, which was a blast. It was a sales mastermind with some buddies. And I'm about to go to Cabo with my wife for our anniversary. So kind of in a weird spot, like catching up on a lot of things and not able to spend as much time in sales calls as I normally would and all that kind of stuff. But all that's just excuses, right? One of the things I've been reflecting on lately being in sales, being in remote sales, is that I have a little bit of what I'm calling offer ADD. In other words, I'm moving from offer to offer, going from sales position to sales position because I'm looking for something ideal. And that is that is a problem because at the end of the day, there is no perfect offer. And I have to commit and double down on something and be willing to go into a business and see the problems, whatever they might be, and go solve them and be that guy for that business. And that positions me to eventually do sales management or something else in that business eventually. And so I've been reflecting on that idea of entrepreneurship and commitment um, in that regard, right? About how if you don't stay committed to something, you're never going to become good enough at it that you can really excel. A lot of people say that everything is saturated online, that drop shipping is saturated, that remote sales is saturated, that digital marketing is saturated, blah, 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 right? And in a way, they're correct. There is a lot of people that are, are trying to do that, and the barrier of entry is fairly low. It's fairly low, let's be honest. However, when you're exceptional at something, no market is saturated. When you can stand above the rest, no market is saturated. You will always be able to get clients. You always be able to get a job, etc. And so you can't do that, though, if you don't commit to something long enough to get exceptional. And when, in my position right now, the position I find myself and I have committed to sales. I am totally committed to sales. You guys are probably sick of hearing me talk about sales. So I hope you, you do agree with me at this point that it is the gateway drug to entrepreneurship. I've been trying to have guys on the podcast that demonstrate that fact, that back up that fact. And that's why I'm committed to it. But what I'm not committed to right now, and I need to figure out is the particular offer that I'm on. And so I was an on, on an offer for a digital marketing agency that serviced pool builders, swimming pool contractors. And I was on that offer for a little bit of time, knowing that it was going to be a springboard to other offers. I eventually got an offer for a world-renowned hypnotherapist. And even though the personal brand there is really, really strong, 
the marketing is surprisingly bad, just really surprisingly bad. And I've been struggling with whether or not, like, do I do I stay committed to this or do I find something better? And so in a way, I already found something else. I don't want to say better, but I found something else um, more in my comfort zone, if you will, of B2B lead generation using Instagram shout outs. And I really like the system. I think it's very interesting, but it is a very small kind of startup type company and the lead flow hasn't been that well. So anyway, long story short, point is both of these offers that I'm on concurrently right now, I can see the upside and the downside to each. And I, I had somebody reach out to me the other day about yet another offer in the industry that I'm very used to. So now I'm thinking about doing that as well. So all, all this is to say that you can often find yourself in a place of shiny object syndrome that oftentimes doesn't really appear like typical shiny object syndrome. I have shiny object syndrome right now with regards to offers. I don't have shiny object syndrome right now with regards to do I really want to stay committed to sales or do I want to go back to digital marketing or do I want to try something completely different? It's not that at all. It's, it's, it's just funny to me that this same problem can manifest itself in so many different levels, so many different aspects of your life, even though I have made the promise to myself and committed to being, staying with sales until I get great at it. Now I find myself going, okay, which, which offer, which offer I'm always bouncing from one thing to the other. And so guys, don't do that. Don't be like this. I have to figure it out. I'm working through it myself. I do obviously want to pick the best offer that gives me the greatest chance to succeed, but that has to be balanced by committing to, to it and staying on something long enough to get comfortable with it and fix the systems and processes that are in place, et cetera. And now on the flip side to play devil's advocate, this is something that I've thought a lot about in the past, especially after Alex Ramosi said that. And I thought, you know, when you're when you're an entrepreneur, when you're an aspiring dadpreneur and you're out there and you're say your first business was some type of drop shipping or Shopify or something like that, and you were at it for months and months and months and just could not get it to work, at what point do you decide that maybe there is a better vehicle? Like maybe your talents don't line up with that particular skill or whatever it might be. When when do you do that versus just doubling down? It's a, it's a difficult question, I think, because I have heard some people in the entrepreneurial space say that when you've found something good, it feels easy. It feels really easy and you have to lean into it. But if you feel like you're banging your head against the wall, you feel like you're pushing a boulder up a hill, then maybe you're in the wrong spot. And so... That's tough, though. That's that's really tough for beginners, especially aspiring entrepreneurs, especially because you end up with shiny objects and with ADD of sorts. And so I think a lot of people struggle with more of the imposter syndrome idea where they're they're leaving their nine to five as a lawyer or an engineer or something like that. 
and then they go into some other type of online business industry where they're a life coach or something like that. And so they have imposter syndrome in the sense that like they don't feel like they're qualified enough or they don't feel like it's real. They feel like a fake. They feel like a poser. They feel like an imposter. I've heard a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome lately. And, and, you know, plenty of people talk about shiny object syndrome lately, but imposter syndrome is actually something that I've never been able to relate to very much. I totally admit that I have done the fake it until you make it strategy a few times, but I think that you ultimately have to do that. You have to believe in yourself and I don't really view it as I'm faking it. I view it as... I'm practicing who I want to become until I really truly become that person and it just becomes automatic for me, if that makes sense. So the whole imposter syndrome idea, I think, you know, I, I understand why people struggle with it. Don't get me wrong. However, I think that it's a matter of belief. If you have to start making decisions from a place of vision or a place of courage so that you can be that person. So to give an analogy real quick, think of a an overweight person, somebody that's really unhealthy, somebody that fundamentally has an a flawed decision-making process when it comes to exercise and nutrition. It's not until that person starts to make decisions like a fit person that they actually start to become a fit person. And it doesn't matter how awkward it feels, how uncomfortable it feels for them at first, because it will, by the way, it will 100% feel awkward or uncomfortable because it's not what they're used to. But it's not until they start to do that, that they become that person. And so I think honestly, at the end of the day, that's a huge reason why so many people have dreams that they just never achieve is because they're never able to push themselves out of their comfort zone. And that's why you hear guys like Grant Cardone say that you have to take massive action towards your goals every single day. You have to take massive action. You have to run towards the fear. You have to get out of that comfort zone. Because so many people think that they want it, but when it comes time, and by the way, I know this better than anything, um, being in sales, uh, because I talk to prospects every all the time that you know we present the the solution for them. We pitch them on what can change their life, what can help their business. And then when it comes time to pull the trigger, when it comes time to commit, to pay, et cetera, that's when they pump the brakes and they tell you, I want to think about it. And that's exactly what they're feeling. They're feeling that those nerves, that resistance that prevents them from getting outside of their comfort zone and finally making the leap of faith. And so, guys, if, the, if that resonates with you at all, if that hits home with you at all, I highly implore you to do your best to get beyond that. And if you need help with that, please reach out to me, especially if you're an aspiring dadpreneur. I made this podcast for aspiring dadpreneurs because I think that there's a dearth of information and support out there for guys like us, men that have dreams, that have mouths to feed, that have to keep food on the table for their family, but don't want to just waste their life working for somebody else and not building their own dreams. And so that's why I made this podcast and why I made the Discord server. By the way, we have a Discord server. I'll put the link in the description for this video. Please, guys, if you want to join our community, network with other aspiring dadpreneurs, get some help, get some motivation, get some support, 
join the Discord community. We'd love to have you. It's free. We also have a free newsletter that comes out every Sunday evening. So if you need help, this is why I made all these things. Reach out to me. Shoot me a DM, either preferably on Twitter or Instagram. Those are my main channels. And guys, if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, please give the show a like and a subscribe. It really helps the show, and I, I'd appreciate it. Please tell a friend about it if you could. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave the show a review. So, guys, if that's you, if any of that made sense to you, you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, taking the leap of faith to go from employee to entrepreneur, think about those things. Know about imposter syndrome and how to overcome it, even if it is just a fake it till you make it and practicing being the man, the person you want to become, or if it's shiny object syndrome, realize that and make a commitment to a particular niche, a particular industry, a particular skill. And hopefully I've convinced you over the last however many episodes that that skill should be sales. It should be sales. There is a reason why so many successful, famous entrepreneurs get started in sales because at the end of the day, an entrepreneur is not somebody that stacks skills on skills on skills because an entrepreneur is somebody that builds a business and is able to separate their time from their money. And there's only one skill that you need to do that well. And you know what I'm going to say? It's influence, it's persuasion, it's sales, because you are the orchestrator. You have to sell other people on your vision. You have to sell your potential employees to work for you. You have to sell investors in your company. You have to sell at the end of the day. That's the only skill that you need as an entrepreneur. That's the skill, the skill of influence. And you'll need that too if you're, by the way, if you're thinking about building a personal brand. That's, what, that's why we call them influencers. You need the skill of influence. So guys, like I said, please reach out to me if you need help. Please leave the show a review or a like and subscribe and make the transition from employee to entrepreneur. And I will see you on the other side.